0: Hi there, lovely friend, and welcome to the Unreasonably Happy Podcast. I hope 2024 so far has been treating you wonderfully, kindly, and if 2024 hasn't, I hope you are treating yourself kindly and giving yourself credit and not going out too harsh on yourself for not keeping up with the biggest perfectionism reset of the whole year, which is New Year, New Me, all of the associations that we have to this big new beginning of something it's a very clear what's called a temporal landmark a place in time that shifts from one thing to the next and a new year is a really big temporal landmark so it makes sense that you feel like there's a big before and after I know I do and one of the things I'm bringing into the new year is what am I giving myself credit for and where can I like cut myself some slack. I had this as my theme for like November and then it kind of continued into December and it makes me aware of all of the rules that I put on myself for when something counts, when something is good enough, when something is valid and I think maybe you're doing the same thing. So I wanted to do this quick exercise both because I'll be like meta pattern like the seeing this from the outside of like, does this episode count if it's really short? And it does, it is still a published episode on a Tuesday. And I wanted to give you an example that I have been playing with lately because I've been doing this 30 day yoga challenge, which I've done many times before. And usually I'll fall off if I miss a day, like I'll, I'll stop doing it because I'm not doing it perfectly anymore. And I don't know if this pattern shows up for you, but if it does, I don't think this is such a cliche, but I don't think what matters is how many days you manage to be perfect and giving yourself credit for being perfect. It's kind of like saying, I will celebrate my body only when it looks a certain way, or I will only be happy with my efforts if they produce a perfect result. So I think there's so many other parameters to measure things by and Like tonight, I'm going to sing a song at an open mic and I'm not expecting it to go perfectly, but I am expecting that I'll be giving myself credit for being brave and for being vulnerable and for trying something new and for, you know, living a life that's aligned with my values of being with my friends and trying new things and doing things that are pushing my comfort zones and doing things that I love and not letting fear hold me back from those things so my example of this yoga practice is i wonder how different it feels for you if you hear someone say i did yoga today and if they add more information like you can say oh i did yoga today they'll be like oh that's really nice okay and they'll be like oh yeah but it was only like two minutes is it still yoga does it still count do you still think it counts does it count for them but would it not have counted for you what if they said they did yoga for 90 minutes it's like did like an hour and a half of yoga would you have been more impressed Would you have felt worse about your own 20 minutes 25 minutes 35 45 one hour that you spent if someone else had spent more what if they said i did yoga in the morning before work what if they said they did it during their lunch break what if they said they did yoga instead of going to a party? But what if they said they did yoga instead of going to their own birthday party? <laughs> what if they said they did yoga instead of going to sleep at a reasonable time? What's a, what's a valid enough swap? What if they said they did yoga wearing jeans? What if they said, yeah, I did yoga today in my pajamas? Checking in how does that feel for you to hear someone else maybe giving themselves adjustments to make it easier for them. What if they did it in like a matching super fancy yoga set that was really expensive from like, I don't know, the Lululemon. What if they did it in just some old sweatpants? Will it be different if they said they did yoga on a yoga mat? Or just on the carpet in the living room? Or on the couch? Or in bed? What if they said to the yoga, outside? And then we get into another part, which is, what if they say, I did yoga, but I felt like shit the whole time? Then what? Are you still encouraging it? Are you still applauding them? What if they follow that with and then i felt really good afterwards because it loosened up and i just needed some emotional release from moving my body around what if they said i did yoga and i cried the whole time what if they got interrupted what if they got so frustrated after three minutes that they ended up in child's pose and stay there for the rest of the time What if they fell asleep halfway through? And all of these could be things and are things that have happened to me. What if they, after about two minutes, realized they were too hungry to do yoga and they took a pause and they chugged down half a smoothie. (laughs) This was me the other day. And then continued. What if they procrastinated it all day and did it as the very last thing of the day. Is that different? Is it more valuable? Is it less valuable? Is it more valid? Does it count? Versus doing it first thing in the morning. What if they missed a day or two, but then came back to it? And all this is just to say that no matter what the circumstances are, you might not know what it feels like for someone else. You might not know how, how it felt for them, and they won't know how it felt for you. You know? So, this is kind of a double sided reminder of both give yourself credit for what you are doing, make the adjustments for what you need to make it easy for you. For me, it's usually easy to do it in pajamas and do it on the carpet on my floor, or do it when I have signed into work and there's a big break at the beginning of my day, and then it feels doubly <laughs> lovely because I'm getting paid at the same time. Um, Or during my lunch break and within the working day, because taking care of my body is something I need to do for work as well. And today I got interrupted by a delivery. And it still counts. I think so many times we, you and I, (laughs) don't validate the things that we do. We don't count them if they're not perfect. And I want you to practice being aware of that. I want you to practice when you're doing something that you want to be doing to not like shun yourself for it. And I remember an example of like how to do this with teenagers. Like if a teenage, you know, person um, like at last comes down from their room and joins you at dinner to not be sarcastic about it or be like, well, look who finally decided to join us. Do you think that's encouraging them to, do it again like when they finally do the behavior that you want them to do how are you meeting them then how are you celebrating them how are you acknowledging that they're doing the things that you want to be doing and why are we not doing that for ourselves this is the whole thing by the way (laughs) this is the whole point why do you think the judgment or the the kind of the criticism is going to keep you motivated when you struggle to show up for the things you want to do if they're not perfect, how do you build a habit out of doing the things you want to do? If you know that if they're not perfect, you are going to be judgmental towards yourself. You're going to be mean and cruel and or just just ignore it. What if someone did really good and like came down to dinner every single day and you don't acknowledge them at all, ever? It's just to be expected. And it's like, well, what's the point of doing this then? If it doesn't feel good for me and I also don't get any credit for it and I also... You know not that everyone else has to validate us, but we definitely need to validate ourselves for the things that are challenging that we want to do and want to do more of celebrating that. And if celebration sounds like a big enough, <laughs> it's not big enough. If celebration sounds like a word that is too large, it's like, I'm not gonna celebrate myself. I'm not gonna throw a party just for doing yoga for seventeen minutes. At least acknowledge it. At least maybe say out loud or write it down somewhere and cross it off your list of like I did yoga and yoga is something that I want to do. Yoga is my example now because it feels really good. And today I like pushed myself up from the floor into plank without support for my knees and I like smiled at myself and I was like, and I made, yes, exactly that sound is exactly what I made because it's been a little while since I've done consistent workout like this. I've done other things and I've been dancing and stuff at work, but it's been a while since I've done a straight push up from the ground up. And that felt really cool. So acknowledge the things that are happening and give yourself some credit, give yourself credit. And if you struggle to give yourself credit and you wanna practice, and you you wanna figure out what's important to you, do a little check-in with the things that you do the most what gives you energy what drains your energy what do you want to do more of how can you make it easier for you to do more of them what do you need to take away why is the threshold so high to do things you want to do if the goal is to do yoga maybe take away the and then i have to take away the carpet and i have to take away i have to bring out my yoga mat and i have to change into a matching set and i have to i don't know look a certain way or it has to be a certain time of day one of the things I love the most of rules that I've let go of is that there's a right and a wrong time to do something. And it's such a sneaky procrastination, perfectionism tactic. Like, oh, well, I can't do it now. It's the wrong time or the wrong place. Letting go of that has been one of the most helpful shifts for me. So I wanted to offer it to you. And I hope you're having a beautiful week. And... If this brought up anything for you, I'd love to know. And I also, because I'm practicing doing things that are new for me, I want to mention my one-on-one coaching sessions. And in a future episode, I will talk about why I offer one-on-one sessions, single sessions and trios of sessions when I see a lot of coaches everywhere offering 12 weeks or six months. And I don't think that's wrong. I just want to tell you how I made it easier for me for what I want and what I need. And maybe you need that too. So if you want just a single session knocking down that first domino, let me know. Send me an email, send me a message on Instagram. And yeah, I hope to talk to you then if you want some help with this. You don't have to do it alone. I definitely did not do this all alone. (laughs) So I wanted to offer that to you as well. You can also hop on a 15 minute free call if you're just like, "Mm, I don't know, I'm not sure. I don't really know, I'm not used to investing in myself, or I'm not used to getting support or asking for help, I think I need to do everything on my own, you don't have to. You don't have to do everything on your own, just a little reminder there for many, many, many areas of life where you're not alone and you don't have to do things alone, especially if you're like me and you love external accountability, like, oh, I don't know, publishing a podcast episode every Tuesday. So... I hope you are kind to yourself and I'm excited to talk to you next week. Bye.